The Outlet. The Talk of Wanaka. Can you tell me a bit about the cello you play? It was made in 1710. It's made by an Italian maker, Alessandro Galliano. And it's got had an interesting life in about 1900. It had a big restoration project on it, including actually making it bigger, which seems a bit extraordinary. But when you come to the concerts, get a, a chance to look at it. Welcome to The Outlet. I'm your host, Brent Harbour. In this podcast, I talk to Alice Neary, who is the principal cellist of the BBC National Orchestra of Wales. Alice is here at the At World's Edge Music Festival on until October 20th in Queenstown, Wanaka, Bannockburn and Cromwell. We talk her career so far and what she's looking forward to at the festival. The Outlet. From your Wanaka app. Let's have a look at what's on in Wanaka, brought to you by Liquorland 3 Parks, there for your next event with unreal deals. The Wild Hearts Wedding Fair and Runway is on Sunday, October 15th, 1 to 6pm at the venue, Corner Cadrona Valley and Orchard Roads. You can meet talented local and international vendors, designers, photographers and more. Enjoy live music, meet industry experts with Q&A sessions and there's a beautiful selection of local wine and food. More details are on your Wanaka app. Just click on the Things to Do button, then Events. Alice Neary is the principal cellist of the BBC National Orchestra of Wales. Alice is here for the At World's Edge Music Festival on until October 20th in Queenstown, Wanaka, Bannockburn and Cromwell. We talk her career so far, what she's looking forward to most at the festival and find out more about her 300-year-old cello. Hi Alice, welcome to the Outlet Podcast. Hi there. Now, can you please share how you fell in love with music and what inspired you to pick up the cello? Well, I'm lucky that I come from a musical family. So my father is a church organist. While I was growing up, he was the organist of Winchester Cathedral and then he went on to Westminster Abbey. So I would say my childhood was surrounded by, or I was, you know, right in there with listening to lots of music and lots of concerts and But obviously, it was mostly choral stuff, so going down the instrumental route is a little bit different. I was quite keen to play the violin, actually, but my sister had already got that one. And I think my parents thought maybe one squeaky violin was enough in the house. So they suggested the cello. And I sort of have a slight memory of just when I saw a cello, I just thought, wow, that's bigger and better. So I went for that one. Um, I guess being a British cellist... I was quickly aware of Jacqueline Dupre, who wasn't still playing at that time when I was growing up, but obviously her memory lived on, this wonderful British cellist who tragically developed multiple sclerosis and then had to stop playing. Um, But she was a big influence. I think the sound of the cello really got me through her playing. Now, you've performed around the world. Can you tell me about your work with the BBC National Orchestra of Wales? Sure. So, yeah, I'm the principal cello of the BBC National Orchestra of Wales, and I've been doing that for about six years now. It was quite a new avenue for me to take to go into the orchestral world. I'd really only played chamber music and solo before that. And it was really by chance that I was living in Cardiff, where the orchestra is, and the job was open and they, you know, they asked me quite a few times to come in. And I, I always thought, oh, I just can't, I can't do that. But eventually I, I said yes and went in and uh, I actually found it an incredibly exciting environment. You know, this new 
yeah, perhaps was it a midlife crisis? I'm not sure. <laughs> but but suddenly presented with a whole new sound world of the orchestra rather than the smaller, more intimate chamber music, and obviously the amazing big pieces like Mahler symphonies and stuff. So that kind of got me a bit hooked on wanting to play in an orchestra, and I was lucky to get that job. I would say I, you know, now I still. You know, my passion is probably fundamentally with the smaller groups, the chamber music and so on. But it's a nice to have a, a variety in life, I think. What's a standout memory or performance that really holds a special place for you? Well, I'm just thinking with the orchestra, I guess going back to the idea, it was a new thing for me playing my first Mahler symphony. It was Mahler 1. That was pretty special. The orchestra plays a lot of the proms concerts at the Royal Albert Hall. So I've got some pretty good memories of those concerts and recently I played Don Quixote a piece of Strauss which is a the solo cello and solo viola with the orchestra and our principal conductor that was very special to be in the solo spot but surrounded by my colleagues and friends who were very supportive and and the principal conductors that was very special. With the Gould Piano Trio and other collaborations you've worked on a vast range of music from Beethoven to commissioned pieces how do these experiences shape your approach to performing music? It's a good question. I mean, I think what I've come to realise and, and hope to keep to is that approaching any piece of music needs the same thought about expression and communication and what we're trying to say to our audience, because that's what music's for. It's quite easy to get a bit mathematical with some of the contemporary music that requires a lot of thinking to get it right and maybe forget about you know, the reason it's we're doing it is to communicate, to be expressive, to give our audience an experience. And certainly, I think a lot of the contemporary music that we're playing at, at the festival that I'm here at now is absolutely that. It's captivating music. So I think it's good to think of it like that. But then perhaps going back the other way, when I've been working on some contemporary pieces and then come back to Beethoven, you know, makes you think, wow, well, that was new once. It makes you look at it slightly differently, I think. So looking ahead to the World's Edge Festival, what are you most excited about? Well, it's been very exciting arriving here in Queenstown and getting together with some musicians I know from all around the world, but meeting some great new ones as well. We've been working away and rehearsing. So I think I'm really looking forward to playing concerts with this particular group of, of musicians. You know, we're, we're working hard, but we're also socialising, getting to know each other. And so it's been, it's a great experience. I think Ben Baker and Justine McCormack have put together a wonderful programme of music. So I'm really looking forward to to playing a lot of pieces. I've, I've got a big list of pieces I'm playing <laughs> and uh, there's some great ones. So I, yeah, I think a, a great combination of people we're playing with, music, and then of course, in the most beautiful surroundings. Can you tell me a bit about the cello you play? Yeah, it's a. It was made in 1710. Wow! I, I I had this actually for its 300th birthday 13 years ago. I mean, <laughs> I owned it, or I I was playing on it rather at that time. So it's made by an Italian maker, Alessandro Galliano, and it's got had an interesting life. in In about 1900, it had a big restoration project on it, including actually making it bigger, which seems a bit extraordinary. But when you if you come to the concerts, get a, a chance to look at it, it actually has some little, some extra wood around the edges that was done by a pretty famous maker, the Hill family so in, in the UK. Um, so that was done about 1900. Oh, wow. That's great. Where and when are you performing and how can people get some more information? Yeah, so we're performing in Queenstown, Wanaka, Brannockburn and Cromwell. I think the best 
place to find out more about it at is on the website www.worldsedgefestival.com and there you'll be able to see exactly what we're playing and the times of the concerts and so on. Hey, well, welcome to New Zealand. Look forward to seeing and hearing you play and thanks for having a chat today. Thank you. The Outlet. Jobs Board. Here are some of the jobs listed this week on the Wanaka app. Thanks to New World 3 Parks for when it's your job to do the grocery shopping. Clean commercial require a part-time commercial cleaner. Now this position is paying $35 an hour. The role is 15 hours per week and all work can be completed during the day with the bulk in the afternoon. Lakeside Apartments are luxurious five-star service departments in the centre of Wanaka. They're looking for weekend receptionists to join their friendly team for an immediate start. You'll need to be reliable, friendly, have a positive can-do attitude, excellent customer service skills with experience in admin and bookings. And Wanaka Signs are looking for a sign writer. You should be familiar and competent in all aspects of the industry, although consideration may be given to candidates without experience who can demonstrate exceptional creativity and a willingness to learn. These jobs and more can be found by clicking the Jobs button on the navigation bar of your Wanaka app. Download the Wanaka app from the App Store or Google Play. Thanks for listening to The Outlet, your local interview and information podcast for Wanaka. Now, if you have a story or an interview you think should be featured on The Outlet podcast, get in touch by using the contact button on the navigation bar of your Wanaka app. The Outlet is produced and published by the Wanaka app and supported with funding from the New Zealand Public Interest Journalism Fund. All episodes of The Outlet are available in the podcast section of your Wanaka app and wherever you get your podcasts.